Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Run here. As I sit here sipping the prototype for the first cocktail of the first month of the Ask Rana Social Club, I'm saying to myself, I can't believe I'm going to share this with all of you. Well, I told you I was in the lab. I'm out of the lab. And have we got something fabulous for you. Launching today at AISocialClub.com, a collab between me, Brian, Connor McKee from Fiasco Brooklyn, pardon me. You've heard me talk about fabulous Connor. We've got so many surprises. I can't wait for you all to see what we've been cooking up. It's a monthly cocktail box. And more importantly, it's a fabulous monthly kiki exclusive to subscribers, pardon me, where we three get together, we mingle with you, we make the drink together, and we have a fabulous time. What can I say? So go to AISocialClub.com. What can I say? Exclusive cocktails, exquisite company. We can't wait for you to join us. This is going to be fun. Now, wait a minute. I have with me, to, I'm just going to get right into it because I can't, what I can't do is wait. I'm tired of waiting. The reason I'm doing what I'm doing today is because I'm waiting, which is that dear Brian is still gallivanting abroad with his mother, pardon me, my main competition in life, the other woman in his life. And I have with me today, Nahant's finest son, pardon me, from right down the peninsula. Or the other peninsula, really. Its own peninsula, right down the shore. None other than carriage house favorite, world world favorite, I'll say. There, I'll say it. Jason Mianzoukas. How are you, darling? You know, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll take it from the carriage house to the world stage. I could not be happier to be here representing the North Shore, Nahant, Massachusetts. The South Shore of the North Shore is what you said. Is what you're yes, the, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yes. The How dare you though? I Does won't. It, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to take the. I refuse to take the nomenclature of South Shore, even though I am the one of the southernmost towns of the North Shore. Let me ask you this. I forgot to ask you this the last time you won. Does the smell from Lynn migrate to Nahant? Does the wind blow that way? It is a blow. You mean the red tide? The red tide smell? Well, they've never determined. Do your parents know? Have they ever determined? Red tide is red tide, and then there's the smell. 
Oh, red tide, did you know that? Red tide is an algae that comes and goes. I do know that. That's and what I always attributed tide, the smell no, to. Well, you, excuse me. You think you're the only person. Uh, okay. MIT was there trying to figure out the smell for the last 30 years, but you figured it out. It's red tide. I cracked the case. It's red tide. <laughs> Encyclopedia Miyatsukis. Hey, how do, you like, how do you of, like them apples? In the case of the red clams. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking goodwill hunting this. <laughs> MIT couldn't crack it, but I can. Will, will hunting. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, that is that funny? Does that movie hold up? I don't think so. I doubt it. But, I can't, you know, it can't. It can't. I, I, you know what? That's a that's a movie that I feel like I've maybe never revisited. Yeah, you're all right. Don't worry. You know what? Maybe we should to. do it for a Patreon episode. Actually, we could because it's a Boston movie. That's we what I'm revisit saying. Revisit that, and we should do the Departed together because those are two movies. That movie, that I will say, think doesn't a hold Boston up. movie exactly. Yeah. The people, the movies that people think those are Boston movies, but Boston people think that guy's from Rhode Island. Oh that yeah, that guy's no. from New York. Every oh, no, that guy's from New Hampshire. And and you know, none of the none of the Boston Black Mass. Not a good Boston no. movie. Though you know what's kind of a fun Boston movie is Mystic River. Sure, I agree. Yeah. And Gone Mystic. Baby Gone until it falls apart is fun. Until it kind of goes awry, but that's yeah. like you know. But it's yeah, I get it. But I yeah. think you're right. Mystic River is a good one. Um, I never get over Sean Penn when he. Uh, I love oh, when, when he, he goes when he's crazy. in his package store. And he has to put on his readers. Yeah. I love those uh, masculine older men, and then they have to wear the readers. Oh yeah, they get, it's so they, tough, but they have to put on their readers. I had readers stuff. built into my glasses. They call that progressives. They're called progressives now. Yeah, you know, that's and that's what them. I got. I got them. That's it's happening right now. Well, don't worry. We're going to edit that right out, so people think that you. So people think I'm young. You yeah. <laughs> people. <laughs> People mistakenly believe I'm. God forbid they find out that I have magnification in my re- in my glasses. So listen to me. I have to laugh. Speaking of movies, because I had John Milheiser on last week. Okay, okay. you know Terrific. John Milheiser. Very funny. Yes. Very funny. John Milheiser, I like because he's like an old fashioned. He's like a boob. He's like a boob? Yes. Remember they used okay. to call people a boob when they were sort of a physical oh, comedian? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. He's a very gifted physical comedian, and he completely commits to a bit, but there's also something something innocent about his comedy. It's just okay. old-fashioned, hysterical comedy. In any event, we had him on, and by way, I mean me, because Brian was gallivanting. Oh, and man. Brian is really going for it. Where wait is he? A minute. What, you, he's what's gonna, the country? He's what, I don't even know where he is. He'll be back for 10 minutes and he's gallivanting again. Wow. He's in what a England. Life. Really? Truly. What a that 9 1. I know it's not the podcast money, so it must be the 9 1 money. I was going to say, you must be paying him well. Too well, that's for sure. I'm paying him too well. There's no question. And in fact, while he was gone, we probably should have stopped his direct deposit and then started a new system. And when he came back, you know, change you the lock, change the locks on the doors and say, you want to stay here? That's fine. But here's, here's what I'm going to say. I now. think you should go one step further. I think you should just to just to be just for true peace of mind. <laughs> I think you should do full forensic accounting on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I oh, think that's he, probably might, he might be skimming. He might be. He well, might if be, anyone could do it, it's him. He could well, he's absolutely. Very he's he, very he's, smart. First of all, he's terrific at math. Did you yeah. know that he does quick didn't. math? Quick math. He's one of those people. He who does can, quick you know, math, which yeah. you're saying like is a thing. Like kids, yes. can, kids. If you the new him, math, 
They call it quick math. I need six <laughs> dozen oranges. He'd say like 386. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what the number is, but that's, you know. You're going to guess that it's 386. I just threw it out there. I just six threw it out <laughs> dozen. I mean, like, it's really, the six and the it? two, it's you really already know it 80, ends in it's a two. 80, it's 72. Is that how many oranges it is? <laughs> it is. Six dozen Wow. Oranges. Without Brian here, you really fall so, apart. <laughs> so he just sort of, Is that why you have now. so many oranges in the background of your screen? It's no one's business. What's it? What's it? <laughs> By the way, people have started talking because I have all this art here that I'm lending to a gallery and they want to know where it's going. Why is oh. there more? Why is there less? This is nothing but a storage room. It's no one's business. Got it. In any event, this is a dusty old Peloton. If you want, I'll send it down to your say, mother's. How much use does that Peloton? Oh, that's get? not my main Peloton. That's just an old one. So if you want oh, me to send, your if your mother wants an old one, I'll send it down to her. Well, let me ask you this. I, I have a question for you. She wants an old one. I, do you think? I know I'm derailing this, but I yeah. think I have that. You same derailing? Peloton. You would never. Uh, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> I think I have the same Peloton, which you are now disparaging. Should I be getting a new Peloton? Well, do you have the one the way the screen pivots? So you don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, is that the, that's the, that's, that's the, that's entirely up to you. That's the move. I should be getting that. Well, the truth is poor Peloton. Their stock has been plummeting. Oh, they're, so they're, you could probably yeah. get one for 10 cents now if you wanted it. So listen to me. I, so John Milheiser and I somehow or other were talking about Sean Mendes, Mendes. I don't know who he is. He's some sort okay. of singer. He's a, and he's I, a pop star. Yes. Yes. And I have to laugh because. Uh, we were talking about him somehow fast and the furious and which of course, you know, you have your fabulous podcast. How did this get made? You know, everything yeah. about fast and the furious. Yes. We talk and, a lot about those movies and yes. I, well, there's a lot of them. And I said something about who is Sean Mendes. I think he's the one who sang with Wiz Khalifa, the song from fast and the furious. Oh. And I, I have to laugh because people got so upset. They were commenting. It's Charlie Puth or Puth or something. It's not yes, Sean Mendes Rana. Yeah. And I wanted Nicole Byer to bust down the door and say, you know, because she just did a Fast and the Furious series. She did. And I had to laugh because I could care less. Yeah. That's why I don't know who it is. Okay. I love yeah. the idea that they're yelling at me for not knowing. For not Charlie knowing who these Booth young is. these young oh, pop Shawn stars are. Mende. What do I care? Well, it really is. How and I wonder I, I wonder if you're I knew experiencing this. Was. Like it's kind of like these new superstars are unknown to to me too. Fine you know? by me. Like I feel like somebody explained to me who Doja Cat was, and I was like, oh no. I don't, I miss somebody. I need that explained to me. I need I, her I miss and somebody's I need, uh, complete Tinashe. introduction. Tanashi, you know? is that a name? I need those two explained to me. Yeah, I, I mean, like, really, but yeah. I mean, like, they were already. But is already... Doja Cat a DJ? Or is no, she a singer? No, she's a, she's a pop star. She's a she singer. Is. Yeah. And I know who was, Dua Lipa was already, is. Was already so massively successful. And I was like, how have I never, I've, I don't know. And I had a real crisis of yeah, oh gotta, i'm old i'm well, old enough now that you need a gym mix you need to add it to your gym yeah mix. i gotta add yeah. it to my gym if mix, you were going right. to gym if you were going to aerobics like you used to before the pandemic, of course you know course. all this music oh yeah, yeah for sure i'd know all about well I, you know what i probably could do i could probably take your old peloton and <laughs> dial up uh uh i could pr i'm sure get Hannah on your Corbin, modem get on I'm your sure, modem i'm sure uh uh uh, uh, uh <laughs> Han hannah corbin has teaches a class with all the contemporary hits 
I think you could, first of all, that's it. You could do a contemporary hits Peloton. Yep. The, or the other thing is you could go to your Reebok step class and they'd play all this music for you. You know, it'd be smart for me to be like, you know how I find out about I new music? You on a step. Peloton. I could see you on a step. Oh yeah, with, for sure. With your scrunchy socks and your Reebok high tops, for sure. Absolutely, your short and shorts. like my dolphin shorts. Uh huh. Your and, short yeah, shorts. Yeah, yep. and a tank top <laughs> and a headband. And a, and I hope a ponytail. Oh yeah, always. At least a half ponytail. Well, I do a ponytail now because my hair is so long. Yeah, a I half have to. Pony. Do, I have to do like a, a man bun or a ponytail. Yeah. Well, you just you know you're just becoming the embodiment of the Greek god that you already were. It's just you're oh, just thank trending. You. Trending in that direction. Next thing you know, you'll be making roast beef subs for everybody. It'll be wonderful. Oh, well, wouldn't that, boy, I could go for Amino's roast beef right now. Oh, boy. We, you know, we should go for Amino's. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh. Next time you're in the hunt. Next time okay, I'm in so, the hunt, I will meet you at Mino's in Marblehead well, for I'll a roast beef sandwich. Well, I'll meet you outside Mino's. You'll go in. And then oh, we'll I'm go not to, going And in. then we'll go to Crock-A-Pack and we'll have our meals well, outside well, and you, and you can get you can go to TCBY in front of Minos and get a frozen yogurt. <laughs> if, well, if it's if it's still open, fingers crossed. I can't imagine it is. Listen to me. Somebody I'm, wrote I'm in. I'm listening. Now this makes me laugh because this guy writes in. This guy thinks he's the pronunciation police. Okay. Henry in DC wrote it. Hi, Rana. Hi, Brian. If you're back from gallivanting around South America by the time this correspondence reaches anyone's eyeballs. So Brian is currently in the UK. He's been away long enough for letters to have been written about Correct. it. Wow. Except they're even confused. He's in the UK. He's coming home for a couple of weeks. We're going to do a few episodes. Then he's taking himself to Machu Picchu. Wow. Yeah. What a, what a, what a life. Re- really? Truly. We're in the midst of a pandemic. He does, he's fearless. He had COVID. He's fearless. Oh, okay. There you go. And okay. he's very careful. Very careful. I I'm sure. Say. I'm sure. Rana, I'm sorry to hear that you've caught the vid. I haven't heard it called that. And I don't really care for it. But here, this is, that, that I didn't to me write sounds like that you caught a video. Yeah, the vid. Exactly. I want to show what the vid was for. That's right. That, the vid sounds like like... Uh, like something in an 80s sci-fi movie that they would call the communicator. Like, put him up on the vid. Yes, that's I exactly talked to him it. on the vid. Yeah, something you know? that Max Hedrum would be a fan of. Exactly. The entire world is a disgusting Petri dish right now. Here's to a speedy recovery. A thousand thank yous for powering through and doing the podcast despite your infirmity. Because I did the show last week in my Hotel Bel Air oh. robe. I did t- two episodes of the podcast. Whoa. What can I do? The people, they need it. The show must go on. I needed to show people that we needed to live through COVID. And so that's, oh, yes. what, I, that's what I did. I, you know, I met you're leading commitment. by example. You're a hero. More or less. Your commitment to everyone in the carriage house is appreciated more than you know. As I sit here in my gorgeous Heston's robe, savoring the aroma of my Santa Maria novella potpourri candle, while listening to the dulcet tones of your tribute last week to Wiz Khalifa See You Again, featuring Charlie Puth. Ahem. Let's blame that one on the Pax Lovid, shall we? I will be, say they care. They care yeah. that I don't they know. know. They know. That I, that they that's care the and they information know. I'm not yeah. carrying around. It's so hysterical yeah. to me. I would be remiss not to provide the needed assistance on which my favorite podcasters and all of Marblehead have come to rely. For both Sam and Sean, it's pronounced Mendez, at least mm-hmm. according to the men themselves, not Mendes or Mendis. Yours fondly and respectfully in artful elocution, articulation, and syllabification. Syllabification, hmm. probably. 
Henry in D.C. Wow. And then I okay. will say this. He did provide a photo of himself in the robe holding the candle box. I mean, so like he was a, not a, very, a square jawed, like a John Ham level jaw on this guy. Yeah. Henry in D.C., total hunk is my And guess. you know what he's got? I'll say it right here. He's got a nice mouth. He's got a nice mouth, yeah. And he has a nice cheek line. Do you see that? Yep. He has a sort of nice- He's got nice... a strong chin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like, he's got, he's kind of smiling and he's he's got a medium smile. He looks, you know. He, yeah. Yeah. And, and a Hastings a Hastings robe, you Unless know. Unless like he's absolutely cross-eyed or a cyclops, he's got to be handsome. Yeah. Oh, the, he's Based a hunk, on what but, I'm seeing, oh, yeah. It, it, he could a have a bad one. nose. He took can you, right you know, Can you nose. look at someone and be like upside, like upper half of their face, gorgeous, lower half, terrible? Like, can, or, or is it really just cohesive, like a face either works for you or it doesn't? You know what I mean? I guess somebody can have like, um, you like you nice said, uh, his nose could ruin it or something like yeah. that. But Well, it's Bugs Bunny. But now when, that I've seen the, the lower half, the, I suspect the upper half is going to be handsome. But it's Bugs Bunny and the belly dancer. She's the most beautiful eyes yeah. in the world. And then he pulls up the mask. She has carnival teeth. Sure. That's true, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It could be carnival teeth. <laughs> we could have a bad case of. So, Henry, we're going to need you to send in a picture of those we're gonna teeth, We're going to need more, more features, We're going to need to see them teeth, please, Henry. <laughs> now, I think we should get right into it because we've been jibber-jabbing for quite some time. Here. Okay, we're jib-jabbing the old um, website that, that did, like, flash animation. Were they called jib-jab? Jib, there was, like, a... <laughs> doesn't matter. Move oh, on. Are you doing a lot of Cut flash that. animation movies for your website these days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing so much. It's, you I'm know... so glad you're using flash because the file size it's is Because it's the year 2000 yeah. and I yeah. work at J.P. Morgan. But, but gifts are back, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so listen to me. As you know, this show is a collection of letters from people yes. that are desperate. They have nowhere else to turn. Have you thought about turning all of these letters into a book? And what, what would I do with that book, dear? You would, you would write, you would post the letters and yeah. then your responses. Sure. Do you think anyone would buy it? I'd be happy. To I do bet it. they. I bet these maniacs would buy it. Letters to a nut. Yeah, remember letters. Yeah, to, letters. That's what I was going to bring up. Letters. To a nut. Le- yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Griffin and Sabine, the postcards. Oh, uh, oh, the bad. Oh, of How course. How many a girlfriends true, did you buy tr- Griffin and Sabine? A true love story. Can you? I mean, so many. How many people did you buy that? Or post I think I only. For? I think I gave it to one person. Uh-huh. What about? And post then, secret? and I was given it by one person. Uh, was it the same person? No, years Were you giving later. it back? Yes, but someone said, fuck you. Why would I want Did this? it come back in a box with your gym, with your gym shirt? With, a, with my gym shirt and a hot dump. <laughs> <laughs> you le- and, and a note that said you left these at my house. Okay, but if I do, if I do the book, you're not getting anything, but you'll get invited to the party. How does that sound? Fine. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Is it at Jacob Marley's? Is it in the function room at Jacob Marley's, no, the restaurant in Marblehead? The two of by C or whatever. Okay. It's yep. <laughs> Jacob Marley's. Oh, R.I.P. We're gonna. We'll just have it at Shuby's in the outdoor beer garden that they've established. <laughs> uh, in any event, these people are desperate. So oh, we're yeah. going to read these letters. We're going to answer it. And as you know, since you've been on the show before, at the end we give them something for the trouble. But we only give it to the person we have a feeling for. Right. Somebody wins, technically. Doesn't matter if they're the saddest or the happiest. Right, love, right, right. Which is someone just we have a who feeling for. We feel for. like needs We think the they thing. need something. 
Got it. I forgot to mention this. And I think with, I'm, in, I'm within my bounds to mention it. We have started. It is official now. I've been talking about this for months, how I've been in the lab coming up. You know, I'm always trying to serve the audience. Speaking of the book, give them something they really want. We have established the Ask Ron a Social Club. Holy Which cow. is a monthly club where you get a, a box with a booze selection of the month, the makings of a fabulous cocktail, within reason, of course, if it needs a fresh lemon or a fresh lime or whatever it needs. Sorry, you're going to have to get a fresh. It's not going to be good unless it's fresh. I can't well, send, I mean, the I can't people can send handle you a that. lemon. I can't yeah. send you a lemon. It's that simple. You're going to have to do a that's, little bit of work. That's one of your catchphrases. I can't send you a lemon. <laughs> Because then you'll say, Ron, Ron, this is a lemon. That's a, I mean, that's a T-shirt. The podcast is a lemon. I, you know? I, can't, I can't send, send you a lemon. lemon. Yeah. I can't send you a lemon. And I won't. I and it's got a I lemon. Won't. It's got a lemon on it with a with an uh, with an uh, with a strike through it. Well, I do like I do think lemons are cute, so I like anything with a lemon on it. So I'll consider this as a T-shirt. Yeah. But we send them a gorgeous box. If they join the club, the club is a three month commitment. Then they can cancel any time. If they want to buy the box one off, they can do that too if they want okay. to. But they won't get the welcome box that comes with the uh, club. And they also won't get the price break. If you join it. the club, much, much less expensive. If you do the one off, it's a little more expensive because it takes a little bit more for us to put it all together. Okay. But they get a gorgeous welcome box. I don't want to say too much because I really want people to have that moment of surprise where they open it and they think, oh. Well, here's, you know can I ask you this? I, I love great mail. Oh, Don't get me wrong. So let, me say, let me let me just put this out there yeah. to the people that are joining. What is it called? Rana's Club? Ask Rana Social Club. Ask Rana Very Social Club. Very exclusive, yeah. Um, I think that if you are getting this welcome box, yeah. you should make an unboxing video and send it to oh, the podcast. The, not only are you 100% correct about that, I defy them to not want to. Let's oh yeah, make way. an unboxing video, describe your experience, you know, uh, unboxing it, the the quality of the materials inside. And then it, it also, I would also love if people started posting videos of them making the signature cocktail. Well, of course they have to do that. Share it one with of, each other, share it with the, the show. One of the things they get a community in the box builder. is they get a uh, collectible recipe card. So they get that month's cocktail, which is always a surprise. And they get the instructions about how to make it. But the other thing they get is invited to a monthly kiki. Once a month, we have a, what? a, monthly, a monthly kiki, what? which is a, a kiki oh. is like a party. Oh, oh, okay. Got it. Where they come to a live event hosted by myself, Brian, oh. and Connor McKee from Fiasco Wine and Liquors in Brooklyn, who's curating the box with us. So fabulous, okay. Connor McKay. We're going to talk about the drink. We're going to talk about how he came up with it. And we're going to make it. This is like it. on a Zoom or something, I exactly. assume? Exactly. We're going to make okay. it live. And they can join and they can Q&A and they can et cetera, Great. et cetera. So they get a live event included. As That's exactly what I was going to pitch. I should be I charging gonna, $900 a month. You should. Because I was going to. Here's what I was going to say. I was going to pitch it as. People should make videos of themselves making the cocktails. But then I, I thought, oh, what if they did 
what if they were able to gather together, Correct. drink their cocktails and talk to each other? I didn't even, I wasn't even going to pitch that you needed to be there. I was going to say, give them an opportunity to meet each other and That's give them an opportunity it, to talk can, to each other mingle, about the show. They can And they mingle. can see how a professional makes this yes. gorgeous drink. There's all kinds of fun little accoutrement and extras that this. we're coming up with that I don't want to tell people about. Little, you know, a signature this, uh, club at exclusive what point, that. At what point will someone get married who met their significant other at a Rana social club meetup? Hoping it doesn't happen because Would I don't, don't want to have to Would you officiate that wedding? That's the problem. Yeah, Would you officiate a but wedding? someone did get engaged at one of my shows once. And Henry Winkler yes, helped we have, officiate. we've had helped. people get engaged yeah, at our yeah, shows. But yeah. I don't think they met at the show. You no. know what I mean? Like that's what Has would be really interesting. Has anyone met in the club? That's a good question. Yeah, I would love to know. Well, we can put that to our page. This is the other thing I forgot to mention. My God, this show's already over. I forgot to mention everything. This is a two-parter. Jason Mansukis is not only the host with me today on the free feed. I'm going to have to mention this. I'm going to have to find a way to mention this at the top oh my God. so people don't tune out. He will be, after we answer these questions and we read the cliffhanger, he's going to join me in the Patreon carriage house to answer this week's cliffhanger. It is, it, it's a double. It's a double double. Yeah. Is what it oh is. Oh my God. It's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's a, my favorite order at In and Out. So if you're not joining us at patreon.com slash askrana, God knows this is the moment where you're going to do it. <laughs> Attention, Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor Dirt FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Okay, so let's get into this. Are you ready, dear? I have a, I, I have a question for you, Rana, that is... Um, Wait, you didn't I'm, write I, in a letter. Is this your question? I've not, I've, I didn't. You know what? I should have written in, you but I have a scri- question. Scribble it down, email it, to send it to me. And then, <laughs> I'll send and then. it to Brian. <laughs> Are you aware of yeah. the controversy oh. that is going on in my hometown of Nahant no. vis-a-vis the... Um, Does it have to do with lobster culling? No, it has to do with the uh, um, Northeastern, the college, yeah. has an oceanography campus uh, at the tip of Nahant, okay. that they are now really? saying right at the end when you drive to the right end at the end. If you were to go yeah. all the way straight, uh, yeah, where those town, beautiful houses are. My yeah. town, for just for people who don't know, the town I grew up in is like a. It's an inch. Uh, it's an island. It's a tombolo, technically, I believe, but it is a. It's an island connected by a two and a half mile causeway, so it's out in the middle of the ocean. Anyway, yeah. 
So out at the end, there's an oceanographic institute run by Northeastern. Uh, and I didn't even know they had one, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. And now because they have this land there, they're now trying to build some enormous complex. No, 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 no. And the town is freaking out and there's a whole thing. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been following it. I've been trying to follow it uh, as best I can. Can you go to but a I'm, virtual town meeting? Have you done well, that? Well, that's, you can't, they, they have been having town meetings, but because yeah. of COVID, I believe they've been outside or something oh. like that. Again, this is a tiny town. So, um, so are we going to win? Is the town going to prevail? We got to keep, we got to keep Nahan uh, small. We can't have like big giant. I really, si- I really agree with that. I have to say Nahan is a gem. Yeah. And there were a the few. Ge- would you call it the gem of the North Shore? I would call it the gem of the South of the North Shore. How dare you? Of the South Shore of the North Shore. That's what I would call it. Uh, by the way, Connor McKay for the, from the Cocktail Club. Yes. Is from the actual South Shore. He's from Citroen, I believe. Wow. And you let him help you with the show. He wormed his way through. He won Have a you con- ever had Mike he Mitchell honestly, on? Honest to God, he won a contest. Have we you had did, Mike? Wow. Impressive. We, we did a co- create a cocktail for the Kiki. He created it. He won the contest. And then we oh, figured out who cool. he was after. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. So nice. he's certified here. He, he's okay. a contest winner. He's a business owner. All right. All right. Yeah. He is a true uh, trendsetter and tastemaker. And yeah. he's, and he's, you know, part of that Brooklyn, that little Brooklyn community. All right. And oh, I don't cool. want to speak out of turn, but it may be that his business partner, who is a James Beard nominated uh, cocktail mixologist, okay. is joining us at our first cake And she may or oh. may not have helped us come up with our first drink. Wow. Just come what, out, uh, what, this just, is huge. All of these world, reveals. Jason. It's a world. All right. Should we read this question? Yeah. I just wanted to put I just wanted to put that local controversy on your on On your radar. radar. Well, because I feel like you're going to want to talk about it. It's a real like you know the the, I think it's a real it's it's not cool and we gotta we gotta we gotta speak up. We're gonna keep up with it now and we're gonna make sure it doesn't happen. How about that? I appreciate your help. Hi, Ron and Brian, and treasured guest. Well, they got that right. They got that right. Love the pod in all caps. Enough said. My parents were, still are actually, best friends with another couple. So growing up, our families were together all the time. Holidays, birthdays, weekend outings, vacations, etc. I called them my aunt and uncle. The grandparents in this family treated me as one of their own. The kids of my same generation and I have always called each other cousins. Point being, we are not related, but were raised as close as the closest of family. This is regarding the eldest son, Let's call him my cousin, Alan. Okay. Alan and I are close in age now in our 40s and have little kids close in age who adore in all caps each other and always want to get together. Our spouses have always gotten along too. When Alan and his family moved across the country, we built our vacations around visiting them. To be fair, they moved to a fabulous vacation spot. Where could that be? Last Thanksgiving, Alan and family came back home to uh, back to our hometown for a visit. All three generations were there. My parents, his parents, sadly, his dad is in rapidly declining health, our siblings, and the next generation of our kids, all under seven. It was a heartwarming visit. I left feeling so grateful that this was my blood and chosen family. That very evening, I started receiving sexual texts from Alan. (laughs) 
Whoa! Did not see that coming. I was shook in all caps. 40 years of friendship, so close we call it cousins, and right off of a wholesome day with our kids and elderly parents, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, tried to LOL my way through it, trying to text back as if he were joking, give him a chance to say it was a joke. Side note, my profession is comedy adjacent. Oh, comedy adjacent? What could that mean? There another comedy Jason? And my profession is I'm a comedy Jason. It says right here. <laughs> Wait, did I write this? <laughs> I th- I just asked Ellen, you wrote it and you said Ellen, no. not cool. Your cousin Alan's been sending you dirty text messages. <clears throat> okay. All right. Here we go. You're not cousin Alan. Involving dirty jokes and edgy humor. So what does that mean? They write for BuzzFeed or something? Yeah, or they yeah. work, yeah, something. Yeah. They work they yeah, work BuzzFeed. around people who are yeah. irreverent and funny. Jerry. Yeah. So probably What's BuzzFeed. What's his name, Jerry? Yeah, yeah probably Jerry. Yeah. Probably me, BuzzFeed. They work at a meme factory. You mean Jerry BuzzFeed? Yeah, Jerry BuzzFeed's. They work at Jerry BuzzFeed's meme factory. Jerry BuzzFeed's Giggle Emporium. <laughs> so at first I was giving him the benefit of the doubt that he was taking sexual jokes too far, which also, by the way, Alan, now's not the time to start. If he was do- doing that, you don't become a comedian in your forties, okay? Like, like, also, like a blue comedian, yeah, one that works sudden, exclusively in sexual all of a sudden, innuendo yeah, or Alan overt is, sexual. Yeah, yeah, Alan's. Yeah, the honeymoon is all of a sudden he's Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Well, who? But, kno- I mean, we can. We, who knows? Maybe Alan is like hilarious. You know what? We should say. I shouldn't say that because Mrs. <laughs> Maisel started in her thirties or forties. As to Joan Rivers, so we should let people become comedians late in life if they want to ruin their family life. That's up to them. Absolutely, Rodney Dangerfield didn't become become well-known until he was in his 40s. But he was still, he was working that He was time. working, you're yeah. right. Yes. Joan Rivers, you know, hung up her, her dishwashing gloves and became a comedian or whatever. Yes, yeah. That but was the, how she would enter the stage for her act. Yeah. She would hang her dishwashing gloves on, the, on a coat rack on stage and then she would start her act. Well, someone had to do the dishes when she got home that night. No yeah. one likes to wake up to a dirty kitchen. No one. But the text persisted on. And by the way, that'll be the most important thing I say this whole show. It has nothing to do with the questions that have been asked or answered. But I want every single person listening to this podcast to hear that. No one likes to wake up to a dirty kitchen. Even the people who say, I'll get to the dishes tomorrow, would prefer to wake up to a clean kitchen. Oh, if and was, by the if way. If there was a button and Rosie the what's better? robot could come out and clean it, they'd let them. What's better at the end of the day than putting on a, a podcast or music or whatever, an audio book, and just doing the dishes and, and doing a little cleanup so that when you get up to make coffee, it is like everything's ready to go. Christine, if you, how are you, you like to do the dishes and you're not married, I can't handle it. Oh, I'm all about, I'm not a good, I'm not a cook. I don't But you don't mind cleaning up? But I love, not I love, but I love doing my, I love participating. So I'm, I'm a great helper. I'm a great chopper. And I'm cleaning as I go. My God. I'm always cleaning. I was going to say, why is Jessica Chastain's already married? So I don't know who we're going to find. That's who you you would match me with? That's just. Your first person that comes to mind is Jessica Chastain? That's who popped into my head. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. No complaints. That's just, that's an interesting one. Let me ask you this. Who is your celebrity 
crush. It can be from any era. It doesn't have to Emma be Emma Thompson. It could be Marilyn Monroe. It doesn't it's have Emma to be. It's Emma Thompson. You would marry Emma Thompson. I would marry Emma Thompson in like one second. Who else is on the list? At, at any point in time. Okay. Uh, Emma Thompson. So talented, so funny, yeah. gorgeous, like yeah. amazing. Life in, a real life force. A real incredible. Yeah. I, love, I love Emma Thompson. Um... Who I, I don't know. I'm okay. trying to think. You can think about it. Well, we I'll think about it. I'm trying to think yeah. who. Um, um, I'm like trying to remember like who, who like from my childhood. Like could I remember Emma having Thompson, like it could be anyone. Could be you could say uh, like from Marie Antoinette. Oh no, not Marie Antoinette. No, I don't I, think I, she's I, for you. No, it's, she's yeah. not for me. No, no. But you know, like I as a as a young but maybe person, her like, mother Marie Therese. Yes, for sure. That's <laughs> like yes, absolutely. You could you could have been the black sheep of the Habsburg family. Without a doubt. But you would you know? have been the guy that's one of the married that they everyone hated your guts and just thought, how could they how could she marry? Why? How could she do make this and mistake? Every time they show up at an event, oh he's gonna crack a joke. You know, oh. like they're tr- all trying to Oh he to, thinks he's so Oh, he's funny. laughing at the Lipizzano horses, you know, whatever the yeah. I okay. don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're getting we've gotta get back to Alan. We got to get back to the to okay. Alan's dirty texts to our to our um the our person in need of help. Persist. We honestly not only that we have to wrap up the show. We're on the first question. But Wait, the texts, what? We're almost no way. the show's almost over. But no the text way. Persisted. How long are these episodes? We well we've been talking for at least ninety eight minutes. Jesus so Christ. the text persisted on and off for days and proved he was not joking. He was propositioning. How could that happen? How did it go like, on? How, how, do you, how does Alan misread this so? But also, profoundly? how do you let it keep going? I don't understand how. This I agree. Went. I finally texted frankly that I'm not comfortable with it and to please stop. He backed down. For the record, I have never flirted with Alan. I have always seen him as family. In case you were wondering, my sweet husband's reaction wasn't even anger as much as pity for Alan. Like Alan must be in a low place, really going through something mentally to do such a thing. Well, it's not exactly a compliment, but Alan and I haven't, <laughs> I would sort of think, I mean, let's give Alan the benefit of the doubt that I'm irresistible, shall we? Alan and I haven't interacted since I laid down the law. Now they will be visiting again soon. And my mom oh. is constantly reminding me. Oh, how excited everyone is to see them, etc. I am dreading this visit. Should I go? If so, how should I behave? I am not a confrontational person. Neither is my husband, who is also dreading this visit. I haven't told anyone else. Please help me preserve all that is beautiful about these two families and their multi-generational bond while dealing with my gross-ass sexting harasser cousin. Thanks so much. P.S. Love the Carriage House Coffee. Please don't share my real name, obviously. Wow. That is, our, that was a ride. Yeah. Uh, that what was, you, you know, very, I'm very, it's heartbreaking. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what you think. I think it's, I, it's hard, to, you know, like, I mean, part of the question is, I guess, should this person even go to this yeah. family event, like, like she's considering not even going, mm-hmm. um, just so as to not have to confront this. Um, it, that's certainly an option unless that will in and of itself be kind of seen as some sort of, 
yeah, I don't know. Um, is that in and of itself not going, refusing to go? Is that kind of making a, will there, will she be asked why and have to give reasons? Is that going to bring up this Right. Is subject? it going to crack it open a little bit? Um, what would you do in this scenario? Huh. I, I mean, it's hard because there's a part of it that is like, in my, I I think I would lean towards like, oh, I won't go to this one. Maybe I'll go to the next one. I would give it like space. Maybe I would be like, I, I don't need to like be. I don't need to. If she and her husband are dreading this, you know, and and they don't need to like subject the, the their family to the rest of that. But there's also a part of me that's like, oh, is there an element to this that is like, you know, if if everything has stopped. Do, does she need to have a conversation with Alan that gives some sort of like button to this so that there's no, no resent, not resentment, because there obviously is going to be resentment, but that there is no, that she feels like she got to say what she wants to say and feel what heard she hopefully really by Alan? Say? She says she's know. not a confrontational person. Here's what I sort of think. You've already told your husband. Your husband was understanding to some extent, pitying, sort of thought, gosh, what's going on with Alan? I mean, all jokes aside, something's going on with Alan is what the right. f- the husband thought. We need to talk about Alan. The husband doesn't seem to want to punch Alan in the face. He seems no. to think that's too bad about Alan, but what can you do? This is one of those things. You don't seem to be scarred, triggered, traumatized, whatever the words are, by this event. You wish it hadn't happened. It's unpleasant. It's making things awkward for everyone in an otherwise terrific situation. Okay. You're not telling me you're, this is this brought something up for you and now you're having a hard time. You don't think you can be in the same room with him. You don't, you know, I'm not, that's not the feeling I'm getting from this letter. I'm getting the feeling this is awkward. It stinks. Alan, you know, invited a skunk to the party is what happened here. Okay. You just want everything to go back to normal. You have a couple of options as I see it. There's plenty of options, but you could just go to the event and decide this isn't a big deal. And you could just decide Alan had a momentary lapse in judgment. You could give him the benefit of the doubt that he's ashamed about this. And you could never discuss it. He, that's the thing. It wasn't just like that night. It, he sounded like he kept The problem going. is, Alan, whatever Alan introduced is less of a problem than destroying all of these other relationships, basically, in sure. my mind. If, it, if this is not deeply upsetting to you. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. If this isn't traumatic or triggering for this person, if this was just uncomfortable and transactionally like wish we could just kind of get rid of it. But if this really is something that has land is, is, is really triggering for this, for the writer, then I, I would hope that they not be forced to kind of re-engage with it. Absolutely agree. Though that's not the feeling I'm getting from this letter. I would be happy yeah, to I agree. entertain a follow-up if that, if I'm getting that wrong. The other option is you go to the thing, you pull Alan aside. I know you don't like confrontation, but you just say, hey, can we talk for a second? This guy's practically like a brother to you. You've known him your whole life. Say, look, 
I don't really want to get into this too much. I was really uncomfortable about what happened a few months ago. Uh, I think you know that. I told you, you know. Um, and I just want to make sure that you, A, that you're okay, because that seemed really out of character for you, and B, that we're okay. I love you. I love that our kids are friends. I love that everybody's friends, et cetera, et cetera. And if it's okay with you, I'd love to just move on. And my guess is Alan, hopefully, we're going to find out just how much of a crisis Alan is in. Because if Alan is has half a brain, he's going to say, I really appreciate you essentially releasing me from my shame yes, and guilt. Yes, from this horrible And thing. I would like nothing more. And then you say, that's great. I love you. Great. We're moving on. Or he's going to say, the thing is, I can't stop thinking about you. I'm madly in love with you. I wonder yeah, if you'd I like, always have I wondered been. if you'd like to meet behind the I ice always cream thought shop. You, I always thought we had a thing. I always that's yeah. what I feel like Nat Allen has a story going on in his head. Yeah. You know, that he thinks I it sounds to me like he maybe has some sort of unrequited something. But I you know? think that it's smashing up against a midlife crisis. So he's sort sure, of and it sounds like that. his father is dying, yeah. and it sounds like and maybe 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 they've been close their whole lives, and he's I don't know, like he's he's conflating their relationship as one that is perhaps more than just the siblings type and relationship. Of, she and thinks if all having. of that comes out and it's pretty clear that he's holding this candle, et cetera, et cetera, then I think you need to say to him, Alan. I say this as the person who's known you your whole life and loves you. This isn't going anywhere and you need to get a therapist and you need to figure out what you're doing because you're pretty close to exploding a lot of things in your life that I'm pretty sure you care about. I also think that I, 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 I agree with the idea of having, and I especially think that's a good idea. Um, this is a person you've you known could, and loved your whole life. He's not just, you could he's have not that your husband's friend from college. Yeah. You could have that conversation with Alan like over the phone before they get there. Yeah. So that once you arrive, there's no like dance. There's no like, yeah. oh, I need to get Alan alone to have yeah. this conversation. I need to. There is a version of it that is like, hey, I'm coming or we're going right. to be We've seeing each other soon. We've got this weekend coming up. I just wanted to talk. I'd like to talk about some of the things that have gone on since our last time meeting. Um, can we can you make time? Also, leave room for the fact that Alan might do the face-saving thing where he says, oh, uh, I was totally joking. <laughs> you thought yeah. I was serious? And then you say, uh, and it'll make you insane. You want to punch him through the phone when he says something like that and acts like he's two and a half years old. But you just say, oh, okay, great. What a relief. Done. You don't think that she should say, oh, well, even I'd still like to talk, even if that's the case, because th then I'd, I'd need to explain that your jokes make me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, that's probably true, too. Well, you you say, know what I mean? Like, I just oh, want to make sure oh, okay. that that kind well, of joking. Well, then we don't have the same humor, I guess. Yeah, and I, don't want I that just want to make sure that kind of joking doesn't <laughs> continue. I don't want to. That's not the, I don't like those jokes, you know, and I want to make sure you know that I don't like those jokes. Yeah type of thing, you know, and really. I also think it's I think okay that, to call out to him, Alan, I love your family. My kids love your kids. My parents love your parents. We love, our family loves you. I really don't want to, 
I jeopardize well, any of that. And I think, and I think what you know, you 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 mentioned this, and and she mentions it in her letter, like that she's not confrontational. And I don't think you need to be confrontational as no. much as I think you need to be informational. You need to be like, oh, I thought. You know what what I'm was saying? my other line? That's the better line of this. My line was nobody likes to wake up to a dirty kitchen, uh, yeah. to dishes in the sink. But I like this one better. You know, you're just you just need to give Alan information, and he needs to hear it. Yes. Doesn't have to be confrontational. You don't have to be angry. He and doesn't, he doesn't have to doesn't be have defensive. To, react to it in the moment either. You just need to yeah. give him information, and he mm. needs to receive it, and that's, that's an it. Excellent you know? point. Terrific. I'm happy with that. Please give us Great. a follow up. Let us. Yeah, know what's I'd going love to. On. I'd love to hear what's going on. Yeah, and um, by the way, feel free and play this for Alan if he's confused in any way. Oh no, don't don't yeah. do that. Oh no, you should definitely. Alan needs to be, you know. A nice swift kick in the nuts is what Alan needs. <laughs> All right, dear, you're going to read the next one. If oh, all I else okay. fails, punch Alan in the nuts. That's my advice to you. Okay, yeah, there, there's always that. Okay, <laughs> question nuts. two. Dear Rana, Brian, and illustrious guest. Well, forget am, Brian because he's I am not both, involved today. I'm both Brian and illustrious That's guest. Right. Uh, yeah. It's me, Jason Manzoukas. Yeah. Long-time listener, first-time writer. silent? Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. a, it's like a stop, you Mantzoukas. know? Mantzoukas. Mantzoukas. Let me ask you this. Where yeah. in Greece is your family from? My dad is from northern Greece. He grew mm-hmm. up in a village in, like, Macedonia, essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, in the mountains. Like, he's, like, he's like from mountain people how in does Greece. He li- how did he like the Honeyland documentary? Oh, I don't know that he watched it. Oh, what a, was it called? Honeyland, my favorite movie of the last ten years. Honey, I don't even know what you're talking about. Are you kidding? No. Oh no, this movie was made just for you. Yeah, I, I'm literally. It's a Greek. It won, it's about Greece. It won. The, no, it's about uh, oh. Macedonia. But oh, it was. Okay. Uh, I hope I've got that right. It was won the Oscar two years ago or seven years ago, whichever it was. The pandemic. Whenever the pandemic. Yeah, I know. Before yeah. the pandemic. And it's the most incredible movie you've ever seen. And okay. it is a documentary, sort of. It was a documentary uh, about a beekeeper in the hills of Macedonia. It's oh, incredible. Cool. Okay. It's in- I right. want you to watch it the next minute you have time to watch it. I can't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to log off of this Zoom right now and yeah. start watching it. Okay. I'll wait. Okay. Go on. Um, longtime listener, first time writer. Love the show. I was one of the first to move into the top floor of a newly renovated building in Chicago. A few months in, I got my first neighbor next door. Let's call her Evelyn. I started to notice Evelyn's interesting habits, like packages left blocking the entry for entryway for days. Mm. Oh, this annoying. By the way, this is a question made for you. Oh yeah. If there's ever a person who is super aware, not anymore because you don't live in, in New York but that knows every movement the neighbors are making and what they're oh, up yes. to, it's you. Absolutely. And, you. and anyone that doesn't want someone to violate a common area, it's you. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is, this is, this is already egregious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I started to notice Evelyn's interesting habits, like packages left blocking the entryway mm-hmm. for days, annoying but manageable, until Evelyn got a dog. An obnoxious barking dog that hangs out on our shared wooden back deck and startles me as I leave my apartment. 
To mitigate the issue, she left me a handwritten note asking me to put plastic bumpers on my doors so her dog's barking wouldn't interrupt her Zoom meetings. What does that mean? What is a plastic I don't, I was bumper? just going to ask you. What, what do you... Uh, I you don't know, understand I don't what that means. Communally, so I don't really know what that means. How would? How does that how help her, you? Not how would you? How, yeah. How would plastic bumpers on the writer's door. doors pr- make the dog barking better for Evelyn? I don't Zoom know, meetings? but apparently I, it works. So. Okay. Then things get wild. Okay. Oh, things got wild. Sorry. Last year, a Evelyn wood decided. Deck. So, should we imagine that this is like a triple decker? But anyway, let's go on. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe uh, it's just like a like I'm a Wrigleyville like situation, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, wooden deck. Okay. Then things got wild. Last year, Evelyn decided to put a strip of sod on our deck for her dog to relieve himself during the winter. Yuck. Not, not, I'm already very not on board. The hygiene is already so upsetting. Someone should call the health department. Ugh. There were brownish yellow pools in the snow going two floors down. Black. Gross. But it was winter in Chicago, so I let it slide. I figured if the dog was old or injured, he couldn't get downstairs. I didn't want to cause drama, so I left it alone. That's what the snow event. The snow eventually melted, but the sod remained through the summer. With the Midwest heat and humidity, the smell was unreal, and I was not able to enjoy a glass of wine outside. I bet. I saw Evelyn and the dog on my day. I saw Evelyn and the dog on daily walks. My conclusion was the dog was fine, but she is just lazy. Mm. It was so bad that the neighbors below her hoisted a blue tarp over Wah. their deck Wah. to divert the doo-doo from their patio no. table. No! What? What? Where? Who owns this building? I just want to, I just want to, it was so bad that the neighbors below <laughs> hoisted a hoisted. blue tarp mm. over their deck to divert the doo-doo from Wah. their patio table. That is unconscionable. <laughs> Cut to this spring and the sod is here to stay. I bought I bought some herbs and flowers for the back deck two weeks ago during Chicago's first warm day. Mm-hmm. After a crazy thunderstorm last week, there were swarms of gnats everywhere and a cluster of dead gnats got stuck both to my back door and to Evelyn's. Pardon Today, me while I throw up everywhere. This is the grossest letter. <laughs> Today... Evelyn left another handwritten note to let me know she purchased gnat traps and a bug zapper since my plants obviously had a fungal since my plants obviously had a fungus mm-hmm. gnat infection. Yes, of the course. gnats are ruining her ability to enjoy her back patio and are entering her apartment. Mind you, there isn't a single gnat in my apartment. Yeah. And the kicker, she told me not to worry as she, quote, hasn't called management or anything, unquote. Uh-huh. I, period, am, period, floored, period. Yes. She considered calling management on me for a made-up problem <laughs> while her dog urinated on the neighbors? Mm. Do I ignore it, question mark? Do I tell her that these gnats would have died since it's already dropped below 60 degrees? Do I use this as an opportunity to 
to tell her my deck space is not your dog's bathroom Mm -hmm. and offer to get rid of the plants if she gets rid of her piss-soaked sod? (laughs) I was planning to avoid the confrontation since I'm moving out this summer, but this last note has sent me over the edge. Mm. Love, you can use my name since she doesn't know it, Andy. And there's a follow-up. Oh, there's a follow-up. Sorry. Sorry for the quick follow-up, but I needed to send this important follow-up in case my letter is selected. The Chicago Tribune just posted an article that the city has been infested with dot, 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 midges. (laughs) The article states these mosquito-like bugs have been flying near the lake in 10-foot-high insect clouds and are common this time of year. Hope this helps. Midges. Yeah. That sounds to me like Ugh. to me like a bunch of like young women in like the 1950s in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. You know, Hi, Midge. you know Midge. We're all yeah. me and Midge, we're going to Myrtle Beach. Me and the Midges, because they have a bunch yeah. of friends that are all named Midge. Susie, oh Susie and the Midges. What are you gonna do, Jason? Keep in mind. This is happening she, right now, but, Andy, but Andy's also moving the summer. Andy's moving. So my, the big reveal for me is that Andy's planning on moving anyway. Yeah. So this this falls into that category, and I'm curious, Rana, where you fall, mm-hmm. which is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because basically, you 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 will be inconvenienced for a very short amount of time. So is it worth it? Do you need to tell someone how it is? You know what I mean? Like it, it what it's the urge to correct someone's poor behavior even though you will very soon not be being inconvenienced. Yes, but Andy is also in the unique situation that he has nothing to lose. Of course. Yes. See, this is so interesting. You you think of it a different way. Gimme, what do you got? Well, normally I would say forget about it. Just you lived with it this long. She's an unreasonable person. We already know that. And she's getting ready. The good thing about the only thing you have over her is she doesn't know that you're moving. Yeah. So with her, don't worry. I haven't told management or anything. You, you have a couple of options here. The other thing I would say is the following though. Chicago, it's only keeping this into, in, into perspective. It's only warm in Chicago for as long as it's warm. Oh yeah, it which is, is like May in Chicago. Four weeks. You do not want to miss out on May to July in Chicago. No. You want every minute of a glass of wine on your back deck, or this or that. And I mean, if you are lucky enough to have outdoor space yeah. in a major American city that yeah. is yours to relax on, you, you even if it's shared. That's you have to like you have to be able to enjoy your outdoor space, and you have to have respect for your share the people you share it with you know there's a there's a there's a there's a thing there's a there's being neighborly here uh there's something going on somebody's going to move into andy's apartment as well i want to know who's running this building and i want to know if they're responsive because what i really want is for andy to not even really respond to her right and i want him to call the management immediately and say hey i understand that i'm leaving in a couple of weeks. I've loved living here, et cetera, et cetera. But that is why I have to speak to you about this. So-and-so has a piece of sod. They're allowing the dog to defecate on the deck. It is dropping down to the level below. 
What I'm shocked. And if you want to call yeah. Barry and Kim, who live down below, and that's what I'm shocked. Them, I'm, you can. Andy's doesn't seem to have connected with the other people being affected by this behavior, and that's what I. My first piece of advice was talk to those people. Have they not said anything to anybody? The only thing you have to say to the landlord is, "I'm hoping that you can resolve this problem, but if you can't, let me know if you want me to call the health department." Got it. Interesting. You just drop, let me know if I should call the health department or if you have a way to resolve right. this problem. If you ha- yeah. Nothing yeah. could scare the crap out of a homeowner more than having the health department called. Well, I'm so curious building. because like, think about it this way. Like, you know, like I, I realize now so many of your letters are people who don't want the confrontation. Who does? This is Who life. does, of yeah. course. But the people below... They don't want the confrontation so much that they, that they a, rigged a tarp a shit to stop shit from <laughs> falling on their 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 outdoor picnic table. Like they where they eat was being shit on, and they rather than intercede rather and have than a confrontation, knock on the door banging, yes, they'd rather say they'd rather go they'd to rather, Home Depot, they'd rather put hoist up a, a blue tarp <laughs> so that when they're having dinner or wine outside, they're under a blue tarp and they're hearing the piss and poop hit the tarp. And as much as you'd like to tell her off, the truth is this is the job of the oh, building absolutely. owner. This I is agree. not your job. I agree. This I and agree. She can take all because it's also midgets. not just it's not just affecting Andy. You know, it, this is something that's affecting multiple tenants. I'd love to see Andy throw his basil plant over the balcony and say, "Done." Now nah, you want to go clean now you up throw your, yours? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because really, it's but that's another th- little secret little clue about Andy, which is he's only there for another two months, and he went and bought plants. He wants to enjoy this space. Yes, well, it's also like if it's just herbs and stuff, he can probably take them with him if they're just like in a in a box. Go get go get ten more cents worth of herbs when you're done with this, Andy. Yeah, but but hit. I want Andy to hit pause on this podcast, call the landlord immediately, and then come back and listen to the rest. Yeah, I'd like to know how this goes because this seems like a. This is a bigger than Andy problem. Yeah, and and my advice also to Andy would be: I would say before you even call the landlord. Talk to the downstairs neighbors to yes. find out if they called the landlord. Yeah. You and know, they you might be piggybacking on a complaint that already exists, yeah. you know? Uh, oh, okay. Come on, Evelyn. Get it what? together. Now, here's those another kind of, one. Those people who just show no regard, well, who Evelyn's are just like. a brat. Yeah. Evelyn's mother probably brings a lunch once a week, you know. Oh, interesting. Levin See, I'm picturing Evelyn anything. as an older person. Oh no, Evelyn's a young jerk who oh, never. See, I'm picturing Evelyn as an older person because Andy chose a pseudonym for her that is an older woman's name. I know, but for the cousin, they chose Alan the other day. Okay, so, well, you know. Alan's in his forties though, so that's. Do you old. know a lot of Alans? Um, is in your forties old, Jason? Out of curiosity, I, it's middle. If, if I mean forties, fifties, <laughs> that's middle age. Oh wait, so you think Evelyn's in her forties? I think Evelyn could be in her 50s, 60s. That's I I'm think guessing, Evelyn is. And Andy is young, is my guess. I think guess. Evelyn is 28 to 32. That's what Okay, I and I think, okay, Andy, I'd like you to write in yes, and tell Andy, us your age back. and Evelyn's age. My guess is Andy is in his 30s and Evelyn is in her like 50s, 60s. I think Evelyn is younger 
I think she's not married. I think that her parents pay for her apartment. And I think she fights with her mother all the time. Interesting. Wow. Evelyn okay. doesn't clean her room. That's who Evelyn is to me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's see, I'm thinking more this of This is older... exciting. This is we're playing a game of Shtetl yeah, Clairvoyance. I'm picturing yeah. or is it older... the Macedonian Clairvoyance yeah, that's exactly. gonna win or the Ukrainian Clairvoyance? Older person who is like a bit, almost a hoarder. Can't that's deal why with the that. mess. That's why the right. mess in the entryway, the unpicked up packages. Yeah. Evelyn can't deal with the world. I think Evelyn doesn't feel like it. You think Evelyn can't deal with it, and I think Evelyn doesn't feel like it. I'm fascinated how this is going to play out. Andy, please get back to us. We, we got to know. We got to know. Rana, Brian, an amazing guest. I sure. I sure get I'm it sure. together. I'm sure. Writer. It's so embarrassing, Jason. They write to us, and they occasionally take time to make the language a little flowery. What if they get picked, et cetera, et cetera. And then- for some reason, people have absolutely given up on proofreading. Oh, this yeah. Is Nobody proofreads. Just everybody it's the sends. first line of the letter. Yeah. I sure. I sure. I mean, this, I mean, this should, you should disqualify people for, although I would do this a million percent. I love, in all caps, the podcast and proud chip exclamation point. That means they're on the Patreon, where people okay. can join us after this. Once we read the cliffhanger, they can go immediately to the Patreon this Friday. Can't wait. And Can't hear wait. our answer, because we're going to record it, bim, bam, boom, right after this. I have a situation I would like to hear your thoughts on. Huh. So no one's ever put it like that before. They usually have a question. They just want to hear, they have a situation they'd like to okay. hear your thoughts on. And just, just thoughts. I work with my ex-boyfriend. I okay. hate it. But I have a very good government job, so finding a new one is not an option. We broke up nearly two years ago, and while I really struggle to get over it, I feel I am fully over it now. I make every effort to avoid him and only speak to him when I have to. We are not friends. Simply co-workers. I've met a very nice guy that I am very interested in dating. We've only been on one date, but dating in my area, conservative, and I am not. And at my age, 39 is rough, and this is the first guy in two years that I am remote, even remotely interested in. My question is, do I tell him about X? How about my X? My X, yeah. I think I should, I should to avoid him finding out later and thinking I was hiding it for some reason. So when do I do that? Now, after a couple more dates? And any suggestions on how to tell him? I am assuming just straight to the point, let it fly. Any advice would be great. Love you both. XOXO Rhonda. Boy, we've got some real old-fashioned names this episode. Everybody decided to choose old-timey names. Alan, Evelyn, and Rhonda. That's who we're dealing with today. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Andy. Don't forget Andy. Huh. Well, hmm. One date. They've been on one date. My, I mean, I think my, my initial, like, straight out of the gate answer is, Anybody you start dating, eventually you tell them about your past relationships. If they and, care. And when that time comes inside of this relationship, should yeah. it should you be lucky enough for it to blossom into something real, mm -hmm. um, you should tell them about your ex then. You know what I mean? Like at that point. It's not like, it doesn't sound like from the letter that Rhonda and her ex are woven into each other the fabric of each no. other's lives no they're just still co-workers so so it's fine i think tell them about your ex when you are sharing those 
pieces of your life history with with this new person. You don't, they're not owed, you're not keeping a secret. They're not mm-hmm. owed direct, somebody you're interested in isn't owed direct access to your entire life history, you know? Correct. And also, this situation isn't, isn't as awkward as it sounds. Oh, it's not like if you guys, it's not like, oh, and we, we have to go to a party next week at my office and I know my ex is going to be there. Well, then I would say, yes, you should tell him, you should tell the, your current boyfriend that your ex-boyfriend is going to be there. That's that's worth knowing. Yes, if you, know? you think that guy's going to come over and talk to you and be that's what I mean, and all you know, that like, stuff. Exactly. But otherwise, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's only necessary when you deem it necessary, you know, yeah, or appropriate. I think appropriate. You, say, you could say, and also how much you say is also dependent on how the relationship is unfolding. So in the very beginning, if you were to have to go to a function or something like that, as you mentioned, you could say, look, I would love you to come with me to this office thing. Just letting you know, my ex-boyfriend works at, you know, the same place. The same place, yeah. Nothing going on between us. It was not the world's greatest breakup, but it's all fine. But now. we're fine. We're coworkers yeah. now. We've made we're it work. Friends. We've seg- we're we've not friends. Yeah. We've segued into this part of it. I just want you to know. Just wanted you to have that information. But it- you, but you don't. But this you don't owe it to this person to tell them like immediately on date. If somebody t- if somebody downloaded that to me on date two, yeah, it would. I would think. Are you, you still hung up on this person? Yeah. Like this person is so front of mind that I would worry that you're thinking about them more than you need to. I would also worry that you were maybe conveying uh, how serious you think it is between me and you, and Correct. we're only on a second day. Yes, I if this is date two and nice you're already giving me, yeah, yeah, and let them unfold. If things and are my, going someplace, also, they're gonna go there. And also, like, enjoy right now. Stop thinking and focusing on your ex so much. Enjoy the getting to know you yes. phase of this new person you're dating. This your your concern should really be uh, uh, present tense, which is getting to know this new guy, going on dates, getting to know yes. this new guy. That should be your also, primary concern. This is someone that you work with. That's not something you have control over. He's not your roommate. You're not yeah. saying, oh, by the way, and you're my not bi- you're also my not business partners. Yeah, you're not like you're not like in a you're not small business owners together. You know, like I would be more concerned about the overshare spooking the new person than I would I agree. be about the full disclosure aspect. Yeah, because it. I would be like, well, she really seems like kind of obsessed with her ex. You know, but I also think I would think, well, I mean, it's only date two. I don't need to know everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean. You know, pump, I don't pump the brakes. How, how serious is she about me? If she's telling me everything about it. Also, I was married and then I was this, I was that. Let's wait until we know whether it's time to share that information. It doesn't yeah. mean withhold. It just means that these things will happen organically in conversation. Some yeah. people on the first date, they might say to you, have you ever been married? First second yeah. you sit down, you say twice. Sure. You know, and, and but and if that, they want you know, to know more, let them ask more. But you don't have yeah. to say, well, but you don't, the first you don't one have was this, to like the second one was that. People yeah, you're twice. just starting to date, neither should you expect a full, you know, autobiographical yeah. history of their life, nor 
should you be providing one for them of yourself? Let's see if we enjoy each other's company a There's little bit so much before else. we share all of the intimate details. We, we don't lives. need we don't need to be so obsessed with our pasts. Yeah. You know, at the expense of building something in our present. That's why I said half joking at the beginning of this question, if they even want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, as you get a little older, you don't sort of, maybe you're a person that's interested in that. Maybe you're not, but sure. Do you want to know a little bit about someone's past in terms of red flags, et cetera, et cetera? But I certainly don't want to hear about every person anyone ever dated. I mean, say, you know, not, not because it would hurt my feelings, but because it's boring, to be honest with you. Sure. Unless there's something to know. Which or is, yes, unless you know, there's something that is unless or there's something red that flag or something yes, bumps that is you, of immediate with concern. A, yeah, then you sort of dig a little deeper. But yeah, I don't really care who you went out with in college, to be honest. Oh, and if you're telling me, if you're then if you're you telling care. me right now, then you're all you're telling me is that you care that it's very important to you that I know about your ex, what? and I'm like, oh, okay, that that's. Or you were in a relationship that. before, in fairness, where the other person wasn't transparent or they were deceitful or there was dishonesty. Sure. And you are sort of overcompensating and saying, I want to make sure I'm transparent. I want to make sure I say this and that. Totally fine. And, and if you need that, that's fine. But and don't also, put anything like there on are, it. There are times when you're dating where, you know, you do talk about your past relationships right. or your whatever's, at which point... Usually people are sharing and that's entirely appropriate sure. if it if it happens organically. But 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 the way that the that Rhonda has uh, framed it in her letter is almost as if there's a right or a wrong and she wants yeah, that she's she, good, that, like, she, that there's like almost yes. like an ethical obligation. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I don't exactly think there right. is. I think yeah. all you are no. obligated to do is go on a second date and try and enjoy it. You know, and just be present and and try and engage in a way that is meaningful and gives this a real shot. Yeah. You know? Let's see if the rela- there's anything there. Yeah. But I do agree with you that if you were going to be at a function, you might say, "Look, just letting you know." My yes, I agree. Like if, if exactly, if you think he's this person, if you creep yeah, yeah. or he's a jerk or it didn't end well or whatever it is, but yes, but I just wanted I'm you not to know. I'm talk to him. He's probably not going to come over and talk to us. But there's nothing there. We just work together. What can you do? Yes, I think that would be appropriate. Yeah. I, exactly, if if you thought that they, that 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 was going to happen, like some yeah. sort of inevitable run in or something yeah. like that. But otherwise, I don't think you owe anybody an, an explanation just because you've started dating. No, how about a little mystery? Yeah, or how about a little just like get to know each other, just a little like privacy. Being, come on, hot issue right now, Jason. We've come to the time in our show where we have to decide who gets what. And oh, then we okay. have to read out cliffhanger, and then we've got to go over to the Patreon carriage house. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, wow, wow. So we've much. Got a lot to do. How have we done? Are we doing good? Am I doing good as both guest and Brian? Are you kidding? You're incredible. Okay. You're you. You're you. You're not Brian. You're you. And you're wonderfully. I mean, fulfilling you. the Brian role. I don't. You're, I'm not trying to be Brian. I could never. Excellent co-host. Okay, good. Excellent, and you give thoughtful, intelligent, uniquely perspective advice. Which oh, I just thank, oh, my God. Thank you. Kissing Cousins. That's okay. the first one. Alan. Oh, a- oh, right. Okay, got it. What do I do about Alan? Okay. We have to talk about Alan. We have to talk about Alan. Number two. Dog do afternoon. Right. 
the right, sod, right, right. the sodden sod strip in Chicago. Okay. And number three, Nervous Nelly, who thinks she's got a fish on the line and is worried about right, scaring right, him right. off, but is too busy trying to scare him off to scare him off, to not scare him off. Okay, so. Who needs something here? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take out three because I don't think huh? number three I don't think number three needs something. She's on the Rhonda is on the precipice of finding new love. She is just finding I think trying to t- trying to tie a bow around the closure of her past relationship okay. and is on the precipice of new love. And my hope is that our advice was all the gift she needs was all I love the that. is all the award she needs because she is really in terms of where all three of these people are she is really the person who to me seems the most like um she's in good shape you know what i mean like okay. she's 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 out of her bad relationship she's looking forward to a good she's relationship on the hori- and, horizon and all she a needs new day to do, is dawning for Ron. all she needs to do is lean in right lean okay. in and lean out Yes, exactly. Yeah, Continue yeah. Don't leaning lean out. Don't lean in too far, Rhonda. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Or lean neutral. <laughs> <laughs> um, kissing cousins is a tough one just because there's yeah. so much family drama. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. The, the cousin has been so wildly inappropriate. Uh, all of that, like, my heart kind of breaks for that writer. It's a real bummer. Yeah. But then it's also, you know, okay, so I'm also, you know what? My vote is for, it was a kissing cousin? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. So my vote is for kissing Alan. cousin. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the person who's dealing with unwanted um, texts from Alan. I, I My vote goes to that person because Andy, while having a miserable time with Evelyn and her dog, moving to an is moving Alan. anyway. So yeah. his problem is about to be over again by his own... You know, like he's taking control and he's seeing it through. And so to me, the person who I would give the award, not the award or whatever to, is the first writer only because they are truly stuck in a very difficult position that they had, that they did not ask for. And this is, it's awful. And so my vote would be for the first letter, um, kissing almost cousins. Yeah. The question is what we're going to send her. What does she need? She needs something. Well, what she really needs is the exact advice that you gave her, which is she needs something to remind herself to be informational instead of confrontational. Right. There's a little stigma in her mind about being confrontational. And the truth is she needs to be informational. Yes. As you say, here's the information, Al. I'm just giving it to you. Yep. Here's and the you what could, for. I, I mean, should, how about we could send her, we we could send her stationary? Well, it's funny that you say that. I was Tell thinking. Tell me. Yeah. I was thinking. I, it came to me. We are, we are going to send her one of those little Smithson notebooks. Do you know about these? Those cute little leather-bound notebooks. And they have okay. a little saying on the outside, the beautiful, gorgeous. Okay. You put them in your purse. In your or your bag or your man purse or whatever. Is it, it like is. a field notes or is it a? It is just it's more like of a journal. it's a field notes, but nicer. Okay. It's like one of those Rodia books, but nicer or Clairefontaine. Okay. I, but I nicer. like I and like I, a Rodia, and I know Jason loves stationery, so I know that I can. 
I can I'm say a, I'm, a, I'm like a real notebook head, but yeah. I don't know the one you're talking about. So that's Well, what are you, a moleskin? What's your notebook? I'm a moleskin. I'm, I've, I've at times used Rhodia. I've at times used field notes. Like I, I will keep, I will keep getting different ones just to try them out. Sure. And what are you interested in right now? Cause maybe we'll send to that. You know what? Right now, send her whatever I think you just mentioned. Okay. Well, I have to check sounds... the price point on it because it may oh. have gone up. It may have gone up with inflation. I don't know. It used to be okay. a reasonable little indulgence, and now it might. Who knows? Chanel bags are nine hundred thousand dollars, so I have to just double check. But I think she's getting a Smithson notebook, is what I think. Okay, give her a Smithson notebook, or just not, like a Smithson notebook. If it's if it's too expensive, like a Smithson notebook NFT. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're going to just give her a little, uh, a little bit of that. Um, what's the new currency that just plummeted? Not oh, I don't Bitcoin. even know. Not Bitcoin, another one. But it's one of the cryptos? Yeah. Not doggy okay. coin or doji coin or whatever. I don't called. know. I know yeah. nothing about crypto. I, sh- I need to watch like a YouTube explainer video. Don't bother watching it because it's going to be over before it starts again. So Jason, here's the situation. Let's recap. A- Ask Ron a social club now open and available for membership. Excuse me. Go to AISocialclub.com. Are there, is, are there tiers to the membership or is it just you're in or you're out? The membership is available for, it's a three month commitment at a okay. certain price and then you can cancel any time or you can get a one-off, but it's a little bit more expensive and you do not receive the incredible, gorgeous welcome gift that comes with being a club member. And again, the welcome gift is there so you can film an unboxing video where you yes. inter- where you interact with and get and share a little bit about yourself and and so that we get to know the who are gift the people gorgeous. listening. It's something that you want. Let's put it okay. this way. Membership has its privileges. Okay. Oh, okay, that you should look into that. I think that's taken. Copyright. TM. <laughs> TM. Uh AskRonaCoffee.com. Rather be looking at it than looking for it. Of course, we have our gorgeous coffee. And they can still get our Negrana. I sent you the Negrana, didn't I, deal The bottle You did, Negrana. yes. It's in, my, it's in my cabinet. Have you not enjoyed it yet? I haven't had any Oh, yet, what no. are you waiting for, honestly? I don't know. The I'm world's sorry. ending. Why haven't you had your Negrana? It's true. It's true. It's, <laughs> you're very, it's, you're right. Put it in the fridge the minute we pause and pour yourself a Negrana later today. Okay, I'll do it. I'll fucking what do, you do care? it. Don't dare me. I'll do I'll it. I'll send you another one if I have to. I'll, dr- I'll drink the whole empty. bottle. I'll drink the whole bottle right now. I happen to know you can afford to buy another bottle of Negrana if you love it that much, but we'll find out. Uh, but I really, gorgeous. I need How to stop using you. To, I need to stop using you as an accountant. <laughs> uh, okay, dear. And now this is our Patreon two-parter. Everyone knows Jason Mianzoukas is the world's most beloved guest. He's joining us on the Patreon. For the answer to this question, go to patreon.com slash askrana. We will see you over there. All right, dear. Hit it. Dear Rana, Brian, and distinguished guest, if applicable. Absolutely applicable. You are truly the only people who can answer this question. Your wisdom, non-sage, in this particular area is unparalleled. Uh, Okay. I went on a date with an internet man with the singular hope of, quote, a good romp, unquote, or, quote, getting absolutely plowed, unquote, depending on which one of you is reading this. I'll let you decide which one is for who. I have a long and honestly boring romantic crisis happening, but 
I know my place and will keep that to myself. Well, that might have been the more interesting question we're going to find. I, I would, I, we yeah. should dig into your boring romantic crisis, yeah. uh, writer. And so instead, I'm on this date. Within 15 minutes, this man tells me he has IBS, okay. an ex-wife, a cheater, German. Sure. And camouflage sheets. Hmm. I mean, okay. that's a lot to come up in 15 minutes. Well, this is fun coming on the heels of our other conversation where we said, yeah. don't share too much. But anyway, wow. look, the date where it goes where it goes. The conversation people, goes where it goes. People love to tell, to share just too much. Uh-huh. Okay. Unfortunately, or un, ooh, un this is unslash fortunately. <laughs> Unslash fortunately, I can overcome many obstacles in the pursuit of medicinal shtup. Mm-hmm. He otherwise seems like a nice, plain, 34-year-old straight man who goes to therapy, excuse me, and has a kind of Jim Gaffigan or Mike Birbiglia vibe. Oh. Cut that out if either of them are your guests. <laughs> and I remain steadfast <laughs> in my quest. Now I wish I'd called them. Yeah, you should. I mean, wait, you could have yet. you could have uh, Gaffigan on here right yeah, now instead Br- of me. Get Brubiggs in here and see what he oh, has yeah. to say about this. Yeah. He's been busy hosting <laughs> the Kimmel show. Um, I invite myself to his apartment. He leaps from his chair to get the check. Good sign. We arrive at the door of a ground floor apartment with fluorescent lighting that immediately gives me pause. Oh, boy. He opens the door to dot, dot, dot. Buffalo Bill's house. Now, my presumption is this this writer is referencing Buffalo Bill, the character from Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, of course. Not the football team, the Buffalo Bills. No. That, you'd get this your, isn't stu- some you'd get sort your of, stup there for sure, your medicinal not, This isn't some this, sort of if, rooming house for the all, Buffalo Bills. All the Buffalo Bills were living at the same or house it's, together. It's you could also probably not, find one of them to stup you. It's also not a situation where it's a house decked out in Buffalo Bill's merch. Maybe. This is Buffalo Bill, the serial killer from Silence of the Lambs. Correct, with the green fluorescent lighting and the hole in the floor. And it it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. That Buffalo Bill. That's the one. I'd fuck me for a box of popcorn. Is that what he says? Uh, I believe so, yes. Wow. I internally scream. Caked, solidified dust on every surface. Brown paint on a padlocked closet door. Bugs coming out of the ceiling as I pee. No. Yes. No. I used the bathroom, but it was an emergency. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like everything's an emergency. She has an emergency strip that she needs. Yeah. An emergency pee. This writer is in... Distress. Crisis, yeah. (laughs) You've made choices here that nobody should have made. The tub, question mark? We can't. The lighting can only be described as, quote, serial killer, unquote. Uh Multiple hunting bags. Again with the camouflage. Mm. I inquire. He says one is his bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. It's by the bed, all caps. Sure. The only reason I didn't flee is he had a very sweet, honestly precious big dog that didn't seem spooked or anything, right? Yeah, but the dog, you can never use the dog yeah. as a litmus test because the dog is a prisoner. The dog, the dog is a prisoner too. Yeah, The dog yeah. doesn't say, I the love dog, this guy, I love living here. 
The dog has Stockholm I, syndrome. The dog didn't answer a Craigslist ad to live yeah. with this guy and and in, and in, you know interview other owners. The dog didn't choose to be <laughs> yeah, here. Go on. The There's dog's no, not dead. Is not a <laughs> is not a credit to this man. <laughs> There's no way I could have gotten naked in this apartment or, frankly, zip code. So I politely and in my highest, most girlish voice said (laughs) I had misjudged how many drinks I had and Mm. thought it best I go home. He had no objections. Again, he seems normal and goes to therapy and made sure I got home safely. He texted me some small talk afterward, but I obviously cannot ever see this man again. Does he need someone to tell him his home is one of the creepiest, filthiest, upsetting places a girl can visit? His couch was a dog bed, and I mean that literally. Did that German lady really do a number on him, or is this why she left? Obviously, not my monkeys, not my circus. I'm also in therapy, but like... But Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Unfinished. Okay. In summary, I'm sorry this needs a summary. A... How do I tell him I don't want to see him again after we had a rather nice date prior to the visit to my personal hell? B, do I tell him he lives in such a way that will prevent him from ever having sex again or finding love? (laughs) Could Could I be of any possible help to this person? Thank you for all that you do for us chips and sweet mangoes. Brian, surely you are entitled for compensation there. Looking at it rather than looking for it, Z. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash askrana. Much love and thank you to our dear, dear co-host Jason Mantzoukas today. But if this wasn't enough, go get another scoop of Jason Mantzoukas flavored ice cream over at patreon.com slash askrana. And don't forget to vote in the Nahant Town Council meeting against we gotta the shut building this down. We got to shut this Eastern down, Ocean guys. Graphic Institute. We have to save Nahant. Who's the most famous person to come out of Nahant? Is it you? Such Is there a anybody good else? Did anybody else ever come out of I Nahant? I have no idea. I mean... Because we need to get them on this petition. That's a good question. I'd have to look yeah. into it. If yeah. there are, it's like, it would be like... Uh, an author from the past or something like that. There's nobody contemporary. I think Conan, uh, that's also Conan O'Brien might be willing to help us with this. Okay. Let's get, let's get him involved. We can get him on board. We can get let's him, get him involved. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right, dear. All right. Kiss, kiss. We'll see you on Patreon. What a delight. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.